Welcome to the PT Coffee Cast, a podcast helping coffee-infused clinicians elevate their practice by realizing the tools they already possess. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the PT Coffee Cast, brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and alongside me today is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? Doing good. Uh, I noticed you brought something. I did. Today is the day, bro. It's happening. We are going to officially try a pumpkin spice latte. Well, I'm going to officially try my first one. I know you've had one. You know, I was thinking about it, and I don't think I actually have. (laughs) All right, so this is a fresh start, so I think we should grab our cups here. So I have, I will admit, I have a bit of a bias that I'm not going to like it because I don't really like lattes. Yeah, I am going in with an open mind here because I've not really dabbled in lattes too much. Like I normally, you you know me, I'm like Americano guy black that's what i roll with so i haven't honestly i don't even know if i've legitimately had ever a full latte in my life okay so this is a pretty pretty like blank slate for me i'll try to keep an open mind okay cheers what do you think it's good it's I, not bad. Dude, I knew I was going to like it too. That's why I didn't want to get one because I'm, I'm like, I love pumpkin spice. Like I I just, that cinnamon, cinnamony flavor, it's just, it's so up my alley. I knew that once I sipped this, it was going to be good. I'm like kind of perplexed at how good it is. Yeah. I thought it was going to be much worse. Okay. As you can tell, I brought a backup coffee. <laughs> Yeah, this guy goes, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably not going to drink the whole thing. <laughs> and I knew I needed a coffee regardless. I'm but definitely going to drink this whole thing. I think I'm going to drink this whole thing. Oh, well, would you look at that then? Pumpkin spice latte. Dude, this is good. Oh, wow. We need the people to uh, get in on this conversation. Oh, man. So good. But, okay, we could talk about that all day. Um We'll get into our episode here, guys. But before we do that, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, if you aren't following us on Instagram, make sure you head over there, follow us at PT Coffee Cast. Um, if you aren't subscribed to the podcast on your podcasting platform, make sure you do that, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, if you want to see our beautiful faces, um, you can head over to our YouTube, subscribe there, we'll put out the video episodes there with um, some clips and all that fun stuff. And if you want to join the mentorship, we are currently still looking for some people to join our next cohort. Um, you can click the link in our bio and schedule a call with me and we'll chat a little bit more about the mentorship, see if it's a good fit and then get you into that cohort if you choose that it's something that makes sense for you. But, oh man, this was really good. I'm, I know. I'm very pleased with it. I feel very basic, but I'm here for it. Hey, I mean, that's why you uh, shouldn't have any preconceived notions before you try something, right? Yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> but all right, we'll get into the episode for today. I'm, I'm excited about this one. We're going to talk a little bit about um, a case experience that Will had. I think there will be a lot of value um, for you guys as the listener on this one. I'm curious to hear Will's thoughts on this because we haven't really talked too much about it. It was just something that he had brought up in um, one of our weekly meetings that we have with the team. Uh, we highlight some wins and some obstacles that we face uh, throughout the weeks, and he had brought this up um, in the meeting, and I thought it would have been a good podcast discussion. So. I'm curious to hear his thoughts on it, so I will uh, have him lay the groundwork for kind of the case and what was going on, and then we'll dive into it. Sure. So essentially, I had a client that came to see me a year after she had torn her Achilles, like a full rupture, um, had chosen to go conservative management route, um, went to a government-funded clinic, and uh, basically... Basically, it didn't go very far. Um, Function was very low by the time she had come and see me. Um, I'm not placing any any judgment. I don't know exactly what happened, but that was just the reality is uh, a year out by the time she had seen me, there was a very little little calf function. Um, So we worked together for about a year by the time it was all said and done and uh, made a lot of progress but at a certain point had to come to the term come to terms with the fact that her uh, Achilles itself was likely not going to return much in the way of uh, function so you know things like things like a single leg heel raise were probably not gonna happen um, I'm not gonna say it's impossible but just kind of coming to, to that place so that's sort of the the brief outline of the whole scenario. Yeah. And I mean, a year is a long time for someone to work with you. And I think I remember us chatting about this client and maybe even having seen you work with, with them. And, um, I would say, and you, you obviously can have input on this is it wasn't due to a lack of working hard in like, putting in the effort and progressing her rehab and trying to find ways to load her calf and make her stronger. Yeah, totally. And we, we have a really good relationship. Uh, she worked her ass off the whole time, um, was diligent, you know, with, with the process and put the work in for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess what I want to talk about is a little bit about how that conversation, how the conversation went with her as, you know, I'm sure both of you are probably coming to the realization of like, hey, we've been working together for a year. We've been going pretty consistent. We've been progressing. We've been trying to improve this and we're not seeing, you know, the outcome that we would hope we'd like to see. Um, how did that conversation go? And I'm, I'm assuming it was multiple conversations. You probably led her into this, but I'd like to hear about like what the process was with like letting her know like, hey, here's where we're at. Here's what I think is probably the best next steps for you and that might be the fact that you don't really get that calf function back to the level that we would hope we could yeah and i think like i preface it with a lot of uh experience that we had together right in the in the process and because i i think we need to realize like we can't predict the future right and so somebody comes in with uh lack function and it's been a while like who am I to say it's impossible to restore the function, right? I think, you know, 
it's theoretically possible. You never know. Uh, and there's no way of knowing that. And so what I had originally done was put a plan in place to to try and give her the best opportunity to restore as much function as possible. Um, we gave it a while, you know, like probably eight to nine months of really trying to restore the calf function, right, directly. And then we had kind of just slowly shifted gears because along the way I was seeing that it was frustrating. The process was frustrating for the client. And so my thought process was, well, it's been now total like a year and a half plus and the function's not really making much change. A little bit, but not like not as much as you would hope to see and so I kind of had that conversation with myself where I was like do I just start having her do the things in a suboptimal way uh you know where her calf isn't functioning so that she can at least start doing things that she likes you know like running right which you you know with running your calves are a huge part of uh of running but at the end of the day it's like you can still run without it it's just not going to be perfect right and so we kind of slowly were like let's just try it right tried that for about three months and it was making progress it wasn't perfect but at least it was getting her doing something she enjoys and she's making progress with it she's still able to like pursue those active things. So I, I say all that background story to provide context for the conversation, Yeah. right? Because the conversation occurs after all that has already happened, right? We have a strong relationship, like therapeutic relationship. We have, uh, we have really put in a lot of work to try to restore calf function. We've already... Um, began the process of doing things anyway, right? right? And and so at that point, the client can kind of tell uh, where they're at, you know. Um, and and so it was more just a kind of confirming for her that hey, like you know, we've been giving this a lot of effort. You've worked really hard you've made a lot of functional improvement. We keep testing like single leg heel raise, not been changing. And I get the sense it's very frustrating. Um, maybe we're not gonna see much more change. You know, I'm not saying don't work on it, but maybe there's not uh, that much change that's in the books. Um, what do you think about that? And then just allowing her, I tried to allow her to, to talk about it. And she was very much on the same page. Um, and then just highlighting, hey, look, look how much improvement has happened regardless. Right? So w now we just know that that's going to place a little more load on some other structures. So let's work on getting those as prepared and strong as possible. And let's have a program to do that. And that was kind of, that was kind of how that conversation went. But I thought it wouldn't really do it justice without 
the context of the background information. Yeah, no, I think that context was important, and, and that's part of I didn't know part that part of her process, and um, I think it's uh, it's cool to hear how you approach something like that, and um, you know, with that individual kind of being like, hey, you know, we can continue to work on this and maybe see some improvement, or we can start to like have you do the things that you kind of want to do, and it might just not be at the level that you could do it before that would be like quote unquote perfect or the right way to do it but at least it'll be getting you doing something that you want to do and I think that's very much like client-centered care right and I guess you know I'm sure you approached it with like hey do you want to do this keep working on this and we can try or do you want to go this other route where you know we're going to keep working on it but we're going to start doing things that you want to do and it might not be perfect where do you want to go with this and let them choose that path because like ultimately they could just be like no i don't want to do that i want to really keep going and then you're like all right well let's keep working here's my thoughts on what that prognosis might be but we'll do that versus i'm assuming she obviously said hey yeah let's try and do this um and start implementing something that i want to do in my life yeah exactly like i i think it's really important to always open the door for the person to provide their own input. Like ultimately it's their life and and they're they're seeing how this is impacting them outside of things. And it's not up to us to force people to come to terms with something, you know, like if they need, and we also don't know, like maybe it could change if we kept at it, right? Like I don't know either way for sure. Like I, I'm not able to. Yeah, to I mean, you're making that. your best clinical judgment based off of the information that's provided and what you've done in the context of her rehab and where she's at. And I think, you know, you're, there's never a perfect clear decision, but you're, you're weighing things where your percentage chance of being right is probably higher than being wrong. Exactly. You know, and we have, we have months and months and months of evidence, you know, and it'd be different if she wasn't diligent with things. She didn't put in the effort, you know, um, and and then I think there's more uncertainty there. But I think just the evidence was pointing pointing me in that direction for sure. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, it's not that you're gonna have her stop working on that stuff. So like, I'm 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 sure part of what she's continuing to do is work on building her calf strength and that's something that she can continue to do for the rest of her life. And who knows, maybe maybe two, three years of that compounding might result in some improvement in her single leg heel raise. But um, that's a long time to not do something that you want to do uh, that's going to probably enhance your life. So I think that's a good decision to make or at least offer up to the client to choose if they want to do that or not. Yeah, totally. I think this case was like really a big learning experience overall, you know, um, not just like that conversation, but just, I had never really experienced, um, something like that, you know, where it just like wasn't really changing. And so it was challenging during the actual sessions kind of like leading up to that point, you know, because, uh, we're still trying and it was, I could tell there was some frustration and, just with with not really having the progress, you know. But I think I've learned that like uh, I've I've learned what's important in that 
type of scenario, you know, where where you're not necessarily getting the outcome that you're hoping for, because that can be tough as a clinician. Yeah, and that was what I wanted to ask you because it's not only tough from the client, right? It's also tough for you as a clinician. So how was that process for you? I think I uh, took it from a standpoint of like, I'm going to take every uh, route I can take and try to cl- like clinically reason as much as I can to put her in a position to succeed in the way we're hoping for. Um, and so uh, that was something that I just wanted to make sure I was at least checking all the things off that I should do to, to try and make an effort. I also leaned on some of my teammates, like just kind of seeing what they thought, you know, what they've tried and get some other thoughts, but also being okay with like, Hey, this isn't, you know, this isn't anyone's fault, you know, that this is happening. This is just an unfortunate uh, scenario that the client's in. And so like not, you know, taking all responsibility off myself, but just like, recognizing that it's not my fault you know i'm putting in the effort it's also not the client's fault right this is just something that happened to them and uh they've been putting in work and not necessarily seeing so i think like just realizing like hey you can only control so much control the things you can control and then appreciate and remind yourself that it's not all on you yeah Yeah, and I think it's a great example of what we've preached here um, at the movement this past quarter. Um, You know, we we do quarterly meets here with our team and and we lay out like initiatives and things we want to focus on for for the upcoming quarter. And a big part of what we talked about at our last meet was focusing on the process versus the outcome. And I think this is a great example of how focusing on the outcome itself and doing everything you can to make it a good experience and uh or sorry focusing on the process and doing everything you can to make it a good experience and do check off the things you know you need to check and control the things that you can control um is all you can do in the situation and as long as you're doing that the outcome itself is not um a representation of of you in either direction so if it's successful it's like cool if it's if it's like not successful by standards of, hey, she can't get back to doing a calf raise, it's okay because you did everything and she did everything by the sounds of it to really commit to that process. So I think it's a really cool um, example of that and something that we've been really preaching here this, this quarter because as clinicians, it's very easy to get caught up in the outcome. And I think it's probably a very big sign of like your maturity as a clinician now versus where you were before. And I can think that I think that focusing on the outcome in that situation and getting very caught up in that, which I'm sure I would have back maybe a couple years ago and and you might've as well could actually have been more detrimental to the client than actually focusing on the process the way that you did it, which is going to lead them to have way better of, um, like an experience and even like their life can be enhanced after focusing on the process versus that, that outcome. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like if you let your ego get in the way, uh, you can strain that relationship and make them feel 
like transfer your frustrations onto them and then you know they're all you're ultimately doing a disservice to them versus like recognizing what is appropriate to try to help them like that's part of your job is to also try to help people come to acceptance mm -hmm. and the first step is you have to yeah and it's and that's a hard that's hard right and i think oh like, yeah you have to you have to do what you did which was go through everything you possibly can um lean on other people for feedback be direct and open with the client get their feedback you know and i and that's what can allow for you to like get to the the process that or get to the outcome i guess that you ended up with which i think is in this case probably the best case scenario for the client yeah i agree um by the way huh i'm finished this. <laughs> this, guy, this guy goes from not wanting a pumpkin spice latte to just hammering it oh man that's insane it's so good. Um, I want to ask you a couple more things before um, we wrap up. Okay. Where did that leave off? Like, how are you guys navigating that now? We're following up in like a few months. Because I, I felt like uh, I really love this analogy. We haven't brought him up in a while. All right. But Nick Hanna oh, had a little analogy. Um, I really liked it. And I think uh, it was something to do with like, a frog swimming upstream in a pond and sometimes you got to go upstream sometimes you got to just chill on a lily pad <laughs> you know you got to be where you are it doesn't mean you're going backwards but you're also not making a heavy push to go forwards and i think sometimes clients need that that's where she was at this is two years of like working hard hmm. you know and having a stressful injury it's a hard injury to begin with um, and, and so we had some things in place she's working on her health and like, uh, her, her f overall fitness and is continuing to do that. And we're going to check in in a few months, just kind of see how things have been going. And if there's, if there's anything that she needs help with in terms of her mobility and function. Yeah, that's cool. I like, I do like that analogy and, um, it, it probably is a good thing for her to have that time chilling on that lily pad, trying to kind of take in where she's at now and what her current situation is like. And even for her to start maybe wrapping her head around at what life looks like for her now. Right. And it, that doesn't need to be a failure, right? It doesn't have to be viewed as a failure. It's just more of where she is now. And the cool part about taking this approach and setting yourself up as a clinician the way that Will did and we really try to preach and do here and you know setting up our model of care the way that we set it up here at the movement is like it allows for these situations to thrive and the fact that she's coming back in a couple months is great for her health it's great for her to see where she's at and who knows what happens along the way. Maybe she gets reinvigorated. Maybe she wants to try something new. Maybe she comes to you with some thoughts of like, Hey, I want to try this. And our doors are open to be able to help that person um, when they want to, or if they want to. And that to me is a really cool thing. That to me is caring for someone's full health. And that to me is like empowering the client to take things into their own hands. So I think that's super cool. Yeah. I think ultimately you always, try to focus on uh, maintaining a strong therapeutic relationship. And that doesn't mean um, just saying, hey, see you never kind of thing. It's like, hey, have a plan to check in, even if it's later later on. You know, you, you're still a guide for that person. 
you're still their physio, even if you're kind of pressing pause. Love it. Man, this was uh, this was one of my favorite episodes that we've done in a while. Cool. Yeah. That was good. And we, we had our first pumpkin spice latte. So it was just like, overall great. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah. I, you know? Iconic, some S- might say. Some might say. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, thoughts, or you know, feedback on this episode, make sure you reach out to us on Instagram at PT Coffee Cast. Follow us there. Um, if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe on your Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you're consuming this. If you want to see our beautiful faces, and we didn't get into it, but Will's beautiful jumpsuit, um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see our video um, episodes. And then if you are interested in the mentorship, we are still looking for people to jump into our next cohort. Um, You know, a lot of the stuff that we talked about today and the scenario that Will went through um, are based off of like a lot of the principles that we go through in the mentorship and how you can leverage those principles to try and get outcomes and and experiences and all that stuff for your clients. So um, if you're interested in learning a bit more about that and diving into it, um, click the link in our bio. You can schedule a call with me. I'll take you through the mentorship, um, what we have to offer, see if it's a good fit. And then if it is, we would love to have you guys in the, uh, the next cohort. So make sure you check out that um, link in the bio or in the show notes of this episode. Um, that's all we got for today, guys. As always, stay caffeinated. Peace. <laughs>